0: Hey everyone, you're listening to Walking the Ropes with Blake and Caleb. On this episode, the WWE Raw Review from February 23rd, 2021. Hey everyone, thank you for dropping into this edition of Walking the Ropes. I'm Caleb.
1: And I'm Blake. We have an awesome show for you today. We'll be covering the news over, I guess, the last 24-ish hours. And uh Raw's show last night, and the good and bad bits, as well as the Twitter polls.
0: Yes, and before we get into that, make sure if you are brand new to Walking the Ropes, or you've been watching us for a while, make sure to check out our link tree for everything Walking the Ropes. That includes our social medias, links to our live Twitch podcast, which we are recording this right now through... Uh, links to everywhere we're available, and as well, ways to support us like Tipping and Redbubble. Speaking of Redbubble, real quick, um, you, you may notice uh, if you're uh, watching, if you've been watching us, uh, if you look at our social media pages, uh, we've got a bit of a new logo, new banner, stuff like that. Uh, decided to spruce up, make us look a, a little more, I guess, professional, as you'd say. and yeah, a little uh, cleaner that new logo is up on our red bubble on a bunch of products it is super It looks super clean uh i got to admit i want yeah quite a few of the products myself um oh you'll
1: eventually see us we'll we'll start to take a drink and you'll just see the logo like oh for eventually it'll happen oh without Uh, a doubt i i
0: cannot wait for that to happen uh Yeah, like uh, we'll have
1: tukes and stuff i imagine like this is gonna be this is gonna be amazing and this logo really does like i know we might be biased thinking because this is our podcast but like this this logo is really something cool for our podcast going forward
0: It, it just it makes it look a lot better um yeah in my opinion but uh Yeah, so you can uh, find us in all those places and whatnot, and, uh, yeah, like, with that being said, I guess we'll move on to our regular opening bit here, uh, news, notes, stuff like that, uh, we were just talking pre-podcast here, uh, it has been ridiculously slow the past 24 hours, like, it's...
1: Well, I mean, even the last weekend was slow, like, we didn't really have a whole lot of news. The major news of the week, I would say, is Bailey's engagement ending. Like,
0: yeah, like I don't, I don't know if. And there I was guess much. we're
1: in a new week now too. So yeah,
0: so um, uh, my first bit here, uh, which is my only real news. My other ones are just notes and stuff like that. Um, yeah. Samoa Joe had an interview. And was asked about his return to the ring. Um, And he said there is still no timeline, timetable, as to when he can return. They're taking it slow. They're making sure he is absolutely 100% ready and okay to come back. But he made sure that to say he will be back in a ring. It's just a matter of when.
1: Good. I don't want to see a career where or a world where Samoa Joe's last match is. I don't even know what it was.
0: Yeah, I couldn't even tell you what his last match was. Um, I. I just. I mean, I've loved Samoa Joe's performances for for a long time. Like I found out about him, uh, you know, oh eight, oh nine tna i went back and watched a lot of the stuff even prior to when i started went back and like i think it's what 2005 2006 the triple threat with joe styles and i think it's daniels
1: that sounds right yeah
0: uh christopher daniels and like
1: like joe has face paint during that i think right? uh
0: that was in about 09 2010 Oh, okay. Is when they did that. <laughs> that's when he aligned himself. I think he was with Taz, which was really awesome shit too. Because he would walk around with a machete, and as a kid, it was like, "Is he going to fucking kill somebody?" Seeing yeah, as the chant yeah. was, "Joe's gonna kill you," it, you know. <laughs> oh
1: man, I can't wait for that to come back because I know with the Joe's theme, they have the Joe, 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 but
0: yeah, they, they Joe did those gonna chance. kill you is way better. They did those chants a few times. Uh, it happened more when he was in NXT. I feel yeah. like when he was on the main roster, but the thing is when he comes back, it's going to be in front of fans and you the best part is uh, cuz we've talked about it so many times that boom and whatnot. Um the one thing you got to consider from it, like if you ever thought f- like crowds were dead, which there was a lot of crowds that would just be absolutely dead uh not to absolute well no i'm actually going to fully call out uh corpus christi texas like i i'm sorry i'm not the only one who says it you can go online you can just search up wwe corpus christi and some of the first results more than likely will be about how dead the crowds are for those shows yeah and like they're not the only ones
1: no, but, but they're the ones that stick out. Um, there's some where if like say in New York, if the show isn't exactly what they want it to be, they they'll just, just ha- stop
0: paying attention, or they hijack it completely. Yeah, like exactly. But the thing is, is the second we're back, uh, being able to be there, stuff like that, we're gonna there's gonna be the biggest pops in the world. Because you know they're saving certain things, every company is, they're saving certain things for the second they've got fans back, and there will not be pops like what they're going to receive ever again, because people are just going to be so excited to finally be back.
2: There are
1: certain returns that people probably don't even realize are about to happen when the fans come back, and I say returns, a lot of them are going to be returned to old gimmicks. But that is still a return in a lot of
2: sense because oh,
1: yeah. what they are doing now, I'm obviously hinting at Matt Hardy here, um, what they are doing now versus what that gimmick that all the fans want is, is totally different.
0: Yeah, I i do not see once we're back to proper arenas, like not saying Matt's current gimmick isn't working, but you know damn well we'll get like a week maybe two weeks a big money mat in front of a packed crowd and we're we're there's gonna be um the delete
1: chance will be too much
0: for them to oh yeah i like i don't know how they'll pull it off but the thing is like let's compare it to how wwe transitioned him to the woken gimmick just you know he starts you know kind of cracking or something like the crowd's chanting that stuff at him it's waking something up and you know damn well he's back to that gimmick. He enjoyed that gimmick way too much. And you can't argue that. His his YouTube revolved around it for ages. He made so much money off of the broken gimmick that yeah. there's no way it's like, I'm not going yeah. back to this.
1: But in a way, this is also a blessing in disguise, because when it comes back, it'll feel fresh, new, and re- redone in a way that we had never realized we needed.
0: Exactly. So, Like,
1: even if it is just the same old shit, like what he did before, it'll still feel brand new, because it had been so long since we had actually seen
0: it. Yep. Oh, exactly. Um, But yeah, so uh, I'm sure... Uh, even if he were to get cleared, though, Samoa Joe, in the next, you know, 60 days, the only thing that I could I could see at all, uh, and I mean, so we're talking only about 40-some-odd days at this point, but the only thing I could see is somehow insert him into Mania somewhere. And even then, I mean, the thing is, you're still talking the possibility of thirty thirty five thousand 35000 fans. Uh, like that's, that, that's still, I mean, that's more fans than we've seen in, in almost a year.
1: I just, I wonder if they go right back to the Thunderdome after.
0: I know there's been discussions of it, uh, because the thing is, is all the States have different, rules and whatnot for the gatherings and the events yeah so it's not like they can really start touring again and i mean it's kind of dangerous still to (laughs) come out on their own and let them start touring again
2: Yeah.
1: which is kind of annoying especially when you think about it because the nhl are still touring they have their their bubbled um what do you call it divisions but other than that yeah. They're still traveling around country. Or, and I think they even just recently had at uh, Lake Tahoe moved them uh, a couple teams across the country. So, I mean, it's not even like they're sticking to rules. So
0: Yeah, so, I mean, it, the it'll world be a wait not care,
1: is my I, point. There. Yeah,
0: I know WWE talked about their live event touring schedule will be probably the second half of 2021. Oh, uh, they're going to
1: go back to, like, dark shows
0: yeah like house shows live events shit like that yeah yeah they wanted to resume it uh according to the dirt sheets they want to resume it uh within the first few weeks after mania no (laughs) like big no like (laughs) uh... not even in
1: 2021 like that like if we can get fans back on raw and smackdown then let's talk about bringing back the live events
0: yeah, like and and like a decent amount of fans. Like the thing is, you got to consider- like I'm talking
1: over fifty
2: percent.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. Because the thing is, even if they were to start doing their which
1: same- WWE couldn't sell initially.
0: Well, yeah, but uh, even if they were to start doing um certain arenas and stuff like that again and allowing allowing fans in at this point, if it's a yeah. twenty thousand capacity arena you're looking at maybe 1500 if you're lucky maybe 2000 yeah. in it if you're lucky because the thing is those are closed those are closed arenas and that too the open air the football stadiums have a bit more uh leniency on letting people in cuz a they're bigger and b they're they're open they're open air that's why daily's place that's why AEW has had you know a 1000 fans in attendance yeah for and- months now
1: and not to take a shot at WWE here, they have the money to book a place like Daly's Place. Oh, 100%. They just won't.
0: No, no, they won't. Because the thing is, is it's less, uh, less of a presentation value to them.
1: I don't know. Sometimes I've thought AEW looks a lot prettier than Raw and SmackDown with the gaudy boards all over the place.
0: Oh, oh, I like... We were just talking on the last mm-hmm. podcast about the setups. I like AEW setup better myself. But the thing is, is I'm talking from the WWE perspective with how grand they go. They haven't run smaller venues in years. There's a reason why certain arenas like uh, us, for example, going to uh, Budweiser Gardens in London, Ontario here, um, that there's a reason they only run the live events there anymore it's not that they couldn't sell out tv they sell out tv in toronto and stuff like that or near sellout i should say pay-per-views are a sellout um
1: they they hard camera stuff for the other
0: part exactly um but uh there's a reason they only run live events there now it's because it's only about i think a thirteen thousand seat place
1: yeah i mean it's an ohl arena although the one thing I'll say is whenever they run it, they always close the upper deck, even with the shows when they did it. If they actually ran the whole, sh- the whole arena, they'd probably be okay running in London.
0: Well, the thing is, is I can literally recall I went to two TV events. I went to SmackDown ECW both in 2007 and 2008, uh, if I'm not mistaken. And both shows were packed. Oh yeah, and this, the but... the the set looked amazing. That the the first one I went to was the fist set for SmackDown, and then yeah. the shitty little ECW, just like the metal bars <laughs> yeah. with the black we, we... curtain. Yeah, it took them forty five minutes to lower a black fucking curtain, by the way. Um,
2: Presentation. And
0: the, <laughs> and the second show what that I went to was the original HD set. Yeah, um, I went to
1: we probably I we've talked about this before. You and I were probably at the same Smackdown event, that one that you were just talking about, but we have no idea to remember because neither of us can really remember the card that.
0: Yeah. Uh it's on the network actually. I have both episodes of Smackdown that I was at. They are saved to my network watch list. Are they? Okay. Um well, did, I, I did was on the, hard
1: camera side.
0: Did you go to the Fist one or the HD no, set? No.
1: The HD set.
0: Okay, so you saw the title belt get struck by the lightning, then? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because Edge had won the Battle Royal in the main event to challenge Undertaker at Judgment Day for the vacated title. He was walking up the ramp, and the title belt was on, like in a box, and it got hit by lightning. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, because I was sitting there. Uh, I had went with my sister and my brother-in-law and they were getting up and getting ready to like start leaving. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not leaving until every one of those wrestlers are in the back <laughs> and <Yeah>. we're done. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. Cause that one opened with, uh, ECW and the other one I went to closed with ECW. Yeah. So, um, but yeah like like as we were saying though um like talking about like an uh an arena (laughs) that size they they don't seem to want to run them for tv and then let alone um space-wise something like daily's place because they like their ramp they like shit like that they 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 don't want to do that
1: vince can't swing his big ramp around the place
0: See, like that's the thing. I I personally don't care. Like I said, I think AEW set looks great. I like AEW's set. I have no issue. WWE set. You know, if they were to size it down and do something like that, I'd have no issue with it. But for some some reason, they they won't. I mean,
1: likes to kiss with his ramp and pretty well. <laughs> pretty well. Um... <laughs> Uh thank, thanks uh thanks uh Doc for that one. Oh
0: man, <laughs> yeah, being the elite for you, um, with yeah. a Jack Swagger, Jack Swagger. We can't say that WWE owns that name. Uh, I don't know if he was just like being an ass or if he actually.
1: I feel like the first initial one was a slip of the tongue, and the then is- the.
0: Jim Ross still does that. Jim Ross, if you're listening, he will call him uh, Jack Hager or Jake Sweat. Like, he has fucked it up so many times, which all the love to Jim Ross, as we've said on this podcast before. Um, yeah. But he's fucked it up so many times.
1: Well, yeah, you spend years calling somebody something. It takes a while. Like, it took me a long time to to master the Moxley thing to the point where Ambrose isn't a name anymore. Like...
0: John Moxley was pretty easy for me the ones that i struggled with for the longest time were ftr cash and oh I, I still I, mess with I, them. i was i was throwing in their their wwe names their aw names i uh, it was
1: like i don't mess with their like i don't go back to their wwe names but i can't differentiate which one's cash and which one's dax like
0: yeah yeah, well, I, I used to mix up their names. I'm pretty good now. I'm pretty good now. I don't think I've made the mistake I'm, the I'm getting
1: better, but there are times where I'll write Dax. I'll look. I'm like, uh-uh, that might be cat.
0: <laughs> well, well, Dax is the bald one. He was yeah. Scott Dawson. Yeah. Yeah. Um, wow,
1: that feels weird.
0: That, that,
2: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the only reason
0: I Cash is easy is because he was Dash in oh, WWE. Oh, yeah. Dash, yeah. Wheeler,
1: Cash Dash Wheeler? Cash Wheeler. Cash, no, Cash da- Wheeler. Cash Wheeler. What was his initial name? Dash. Uh,
0: Dash Wilder.
1: Wilder. Dash Dude, Wilder. They were lazy with that shit. <laughs>
2: Dash
0: yeah, Dash. Sounds
1: right. I don't fucking know. I'm,
0: I'm going to uh, look it up real quick so I'm not a complete and utter fucking dumbass. Scott Dawson and Dash Wilder. And now okay. they are Dax Harwood and Cash Wheeler. Yeah, yeah. Scott Dawson
1: were... is nothing like.
0: <laughs> I remember when they were called the Mechanics. That's right.
1: Wasn't Alexa Bliss their valet at one point? I,
2: I don't.
0: I don't think.
1: I I no. She was just with Dawson. She had an initial run valeting for just Dawson. Okay when he was just the mechanic before they paired them together.
0: Interesting. Cuz
1: I can I can really like it's it's vague but I can vividly remember her standing over his shoulder, like not over his shoulder with her hand on his shoulder cuz obviously it's Alexa Bliss. Like, Vince McMahon has a
0: dislike for southern accents. Cool. Okay. Doesn't Something he have one? Vince Oh no, he has
1: a New York. Yeah. Accent it's difficult because he was like this like his wrestling promotion was like new york but as well like down in the the south for a little bit too so it's like where were you again
0: (laughs) but anyways uh moving on with our our news here uh what what you got what you got uh mike
1: Kyoto was talking i i can't remember exactly what podcast it was on uh, but he was talking about a gift The Undertaker received from Xavier Woods recently. Or maybe not recently, but at some point. Um, I, I read it, but I read it kind of quickly because I was trying to make my news points. Yeah, yeah so, of course. Um, uh, anyway, the, the part that I loved about this. What do you think Xavier Woods would give The Undertaker?
0: I'm not sure. That's why when you said that, I got a little concerned.
1: So because the undertaker was the judge of wrestlers court xavier woods bought him a gavel
0: gavel i do remember hearing this this was on i think uh talk is jericho like three four months ago
1: um i saw he was talking about it again recently on a different podcast yeah Because I was gonna say Um, I
0: saw this quite a while ago because he there was an engraving or something on it I think uh
1: he didn't talk about the engraving he talked about the Undertaker's reaction to it and apparently he popped huge for it yeah (laughs) like
0: yeah Um, uh, but yeah yeah I remember hearing about that that's great that's great fucking I
1: love that because to me like knowing what wrestler's court is yeah that's perfect because uh, now you know if they've ever actually had another court and session taker just comes in and go.
0: all right listen here <laughs> yeah, yeah nobody's messing with him after that um yeah geez that's cool yeah that's really uh, cool. uh a note that i have here uh obviously we'll talk about it here really really soon with our our raw uh run through and that uh But we were getting uh, vignettes for uh, Rhea Ripley uh, last night, uh, her uh, long-awaited debut on the main roster. Um, And Mick Foley put out a tweet uh, telling WWE to basically, in the nicest way possible, not fuck this up. To strap a rocket to her back and let her go.
1: Wants her to be pushed properly,
0: don't we all? Yeah. 100%, 100%. Uh, I'm
1: Like, sorry, but I just don't have faith in WWE with their presentation of the NXT call-ups. I guess we can call them that if you want to. I don't like to look at it like that anymore, but they don't present these people as competitors. They are jobbers.
0: It is absolutely nothing on the competitor. Ricochet, phenomenal. Phenomenal. We'll talk about
1: him later tonight. Yeah. Or today.
0: Alistair black um I mean the, there there's a huge list I can't even list off everybody that's come up from NXt over the past few years but I just so also
1: Ciampa had a quick run with
2: gargano
0: him and gargano uh when they were testing the waters with them yeah which I'm so glad they never they never stayed um and i know uh champa's glad that they didn't stay either so
1: oh i know Gargano's probably glad
0: too <laughs> but like it's nothing on the competitors it is just the the writing and the lack of faith from the looks of it on these uh, you so- know
1: Let's talk, let's talk, like, let's put it into AEW perspective. Let's have uh, Triple H just close the door on Vince and have him just take back all the NXT people and be like, this is, this is NXT. And then open the forbidden door to AEW and be like, hey, listen, I've, I've, I've told Vince to fuck off. He he has no say in this. Let's talk.
0: Yeah, I just see even that, because like, you know, not... That that way, there doesn't have to be any concern. Like, even if they were to release the press statement and be like, this is strictly between NXT and All Elite Wrestling. I'd Vince man like, has
1: okay. no say in this. I'm like,
0: good. <laughs> the the only thing that I want, which is where we've got to tweak the rules a little bit. The only thing that I want, which a lot of people want, I want the New Day.
2: Yes.
1: No, just bring, Triple H has to be like, okay, what team would you really like? I just want New Day, all three members.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I want New Day.
1: We'll trade one team, New Day, all three members.
0: Yeah, 100%. 100 <laughs> <laughs> um, But, I mean, we know that's never going to happen, so.
1: What team do you think Triple H would have to offer up to get New Day if this were a real thing? What? Th- Grizzled Young Veterans?
0: Oh, I'm trying to think of Vince, what Vince would want. Because uh, they would fit into his style,
1: teacher. for sure.
0: Yeah, uh, to an extent, yeah. Um, I But I
1: could see him pushing him more so than, say, MSK.
0: Yes, yes, uh, I do agree there. Uh, I don't know, I'm just trying to think of any of the bigger people. Like, I'm trying to run through the tag team division there like maybe take like uh bobby
1: fish and Kyle Riley, oh. which would kind of suck but um or bobby fish and strong like i hate to say it but two we kind of would rather leave <laughs> i yeah. think as much as i i don't say like i don't want to say any member of undisputed era sucks one of the two i'd like to stay in next next i'd like
0: o'reilly and cole to stay and i mean that's no disrespect <laughs> yeah. to fish or strong I'm, that, uh, exactly. i exactly i love bobby fish's work uh roderick strong's work is great but if, if i had to choose <laughs> yeah Ooh. um i don't know uh maybe the only other thing i could see and it's an iffy thing um but because of something that has been tossed around backstage so much over the past few years the only thing that i could maybe see uh which like i said it's pushing it a little bit but possibly legato because like WWE... the whole, yeah the whole yeah the yeah. the 3 there um cuz wwe on and off have wanted to put together that latin american group for a long time and got, it seems
1: like this is the initial starting of yeah, it, Yeah, like, sure. you've
0: got the Mysterios, you've got the likes of, like, Andrade's going to be back at some point, Legato, um, uh even looking at the likes of, like, Lucha House Party, stuff like that, you could do something there. Uh, now, Legato, in a sense, I wouldn't put on the same level as, as the New Day, because, I mean, the, the New Day is a huge draw,
2: but...
1: Right. But I could see WWE wanting to say, well, okay, this is your trio that you want. I could see us doing something with Legado, let us have them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, I
1: could see and I mean that way, story wise, we get to keep all of the stories we like.
0: Yep. Agreed. <laughs> um but yeah. So... Oh my
1: god, blood and guts, Undisputed Era versus Elite. Yes. Like yes. it's not war games, blood and guts.
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I, I, I do agree. <laughs> I, I don't know what else to say about that, but I do agree. Um, Vince, if you
1: or not Vince Triple H, if you're listening,
0: yeah, do us a favor, please, please.
1: Con- we already know Connell do it. We don't have to talk any sense into him.
0: Oh no, <laughs> not one bit. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, you got any more news notes, anything like that?
1: Um, th- th- we okay. We'll talk about this a little bit on our Raw review as well, but something happened to Asuka on Raw that we probably won't talk about the spot specifically, but we'll talk about the match. So during this tag team match, Shayna Baszler goes in for a kick on Asuka because she's in the armbar, or she's giving an armbar to Jax, and uh, she kicks out her tooth.
0: Yeah like brutal
1: now in fairness to Baszler she noticed immediately and you can visibly see her check up on Asuka as soon as it happened and that is a testament to the competitors and everything but it you don't want to see anybody get hurt and I was actually kind of confused as to why Asuka was holding her jaw um when the match ended and um
0: I didn't yeah, understand I, at first, because, like, I had seen the move, and I never thought anything of it. Because it looks
1: like the run-of-the-mill kick of an armbar to get them off. Like, exactly. It happens all the time.
0: Yeah, and then I hopped on Twitter afterwards, and I was like, oh, oh, okay, that's why it, it all seemed a little awkward for a second. Like, yeah, okay, got it now. <laughs> so Yeah, it was just kind of odd. Yeah, that's, wow. Um, and and to stick with uh talking about a segment that we'll talk about on Raw, um, but it goes along with it. Papa Shango was trending on Twitter after uh. Did we
1: watch the same
0: Raw after the Orton segment? Okay. <laughs> Think about what happened in the Orton segment, and now let's go yeah. back to Papa Shango, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Papa Shango okay. was trending on Twitter uh, as we said we will talk about this aforementioned okay. Orton segment here shortly but uh yeah it was funny it was funny it was like it was topping like I think it was in like the top 15 worldwide or something Papa Shango
2: right okay
0: Yeah. I, I must
1: not remember that gimmick that well cause I don't remember how those two would be connected
0: really yeah yeah uh just look up a best of papa shango on youtube I, You'll get the gist. To, I'm ima-
1: I imagine i i understand what the gimmick is thinking about who papa shango is but i just can't picture it right now yeah
0: yeah i just, that's odd because
1: yeah. i've seen a lot of him like it's just yeah weird. uh
0: but i i found that interesting um yeah very,
1: very interesting i'll have to Take a a dive into that
0: afterwards. Yeah, Yeah, they they did some crazy shit with Shango in the '90s, man. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, yeah. You got any more? I I know one that you have.
1: I was gonna say. I think is that your last one. That is
0: my last one as well.
1: Uh, well, if you want to take it, I'll let you take it. Um.
0: Okay. Just a short story, and as you said, uh, trying to get some news points in that. I didn't read the absolute full thing. Um, but the, the, basically the gist of the story, Moxley was talking about, uh, basically talking about like how crazy his life is in that and getting to travel and like the people he's around all day. He mentioned in the story about like Jim Ross calling his matches every week. And like, you think about it and you're like, oh yeah. But then you remember like, that's Jim fucking Ross. Uh, yeah, like, like walking some around... of these
1: AEW guys probably are thinking that, too. Right? Yeah,
0: like, walking around seeing Sting backstage. Like, these are guys that these guys grew up watching. These guys grew up fans of. And yeah. you get to walk around backstage, and you're co-workers with them and shit like that. And you can,
1: like, pick their brain and be like, hey, so what could I do better here? Yeah, like, exactly. If you don't ask that question, you're a moron.
0: Exactly, exactly. You are never too good to improve ever
1: i bet cena still went up to the rock after their first match together and it's like so if we were to do this again what could i do better
0: yep easily like easily
1: it and it probably went the same with the rock too because of the respect for each other
0: yeah if you don't do that no matter your level you need to get your head on straight it there, doesn't matter never where, where you not are. learn something does not matter where you are if yeah. you're being offered that was like Lance Storm offering those those uh breakdowns in that And Jericho putting out and being like everybody from dark to independence to the main event do this and it was like yes i agree
2: <laughs> oh yeah no, <laughs> like i'm
0: sure jericho probably would call storm up i mean they're friends so but call storm up and be like yo dude did you watch the match last night what did you think yeah and let you storm just got like here here, here.
1: <laughs> well, you know Storm called him after the first line salt that uh, Jericho messed up and goes, bro, what was that?
0: Yeah, oh, more than likely. Well, they're <laughs> supposed to have their last matches against each other, which is cool, if you didn't know that. they They made a deal when they started wrestling together. I believe their first matches each were against each other, and they made a deal that their last matches would be against each other. Yeah, cool, but sad.
1: I don't want to see either career end.
0: I know, I know, but hey, the thing is, that's a way to go out though, because I'm sure Lance Storm can still go at a great level. We know Jericho can go at a great level, so. But is like
1: when they're at like Taker's age, right?
0: Well, I mean, I mean, they're they're definitely up there and close. But
1: but I'm meaning like we're not pulling that trigger for any time soon.
0: Not for probably another five, six years.
1: That still seems too close.
0: (laughs) They can't wrestle until (laughs) Gary funks it. Well, maybe they can, but...
1: It's Jericho. You try telling Jericho he can't do something. He'll put his middle finger up and do it.
0: (laughs) I will not tell Jericho he can't do something. I just... I don't know. Anyways, uh, back to the story, though. Moxley was talking about this, and uh, he started telling a story about hanging out with Rick Flair in an airport and they were doing they
2: Keeping they were bloody marys yeah
0: yeah double 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 bloody Mary's at th- 2 thirty in the morning 2 thirty in the morning and I didn't actually see what caused the next part of the story Did uh, you? I didn't
1: either all I
0: uh, <laughs> All well, I know
1: is yeah.
0: Ric Flair somehow got himself arrested. I
1: imagine it's like disorderly.
0: More than like well, I mean, come on. Flair drinking, we've all seen it. I mean, do we remember we why heard? him do we remember how why him and JR got fired for Christ's sakes? It was because they were yeah. both drunk on a SummerSlam panel. I watched that whole panel. It was rough.
1: Uh, I can think of a certain airplane ride where alcohol might not have been involved, but testosterone
0: was. (laughs) Yep. Uh, but yeah, apparently Flair got himself arrested, and as they are going through the airport, he is yelling and blaming John for getting him arrested. (laughs)
1: Yeah, and and he's like, "Okay, Rick, I wasn't there twisting your arm, ordering the double bloody Marys." Like,
0: but you know what? Sure, sure, it's my fault. You got arrested.
1: Yeah, I could just imagine him walking with his, because picturing how he walked around in the airports, he had like a Harley Davidson jacket on and a toque and sunglasses almost all the time so he's just walking with rick behind him going off and i can just see him just shake his head
0: (laughs) come on rick come on
1: (laughs) you you, i i look up to you and i gotta hear this for the next two hours
0: like (laughs) you know they got to fucking like raw or whatever the next day (laughs) and rick is all fucking hungover, and john's like how you doing
1: (laughs) yeah john's just fine like what's up rick he's got the biggest
0: shit-eating grin on his face (laughs) (laughs) that
1: was a regular night for moxley
0: pretty well but well if that's all for our news and notes we'll move on here to the results of monday night raw Um, as
1: much time as they spent writing this show
0: well in that case thank you for tuning into the show um <laughs> well they spent
1: about five
2: minutes
0: yeah pretty well um but we start off the show john morrison in the ring uh ms tv setup and he welcomes the new wwe champion the miz and, miz and gets... i mean we
1: we did talk about it quickly just before you 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 go on there his side plates. I've I'm a stickler for side plates, so I'm gonna point it out. WWE. He's been around for a long time with the side plates. You're telling me you haven't had a chance to design side plates for him?
0: But 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 but, but, but wait, wait, Blake, wait, wait. They're not just the normal side plates. Oh yeah. They're Watch upside down. <laughs> They're upside down to be an. Does he wear the belt? And when he wears the belt around his waist, does he wear it out upside down?
1: But that would mean the plates would have to be the right side up, because otherwise they'll the right just side switch up.
0: them out every time. Don't worry about it.
1: Like, but like seriously, we've had people win the belt, and the next night they have their plates. Like, yes. Why hasn't the be... We know why. Because, I was gonna say
0: why. Well, we'll get into that here in just a second.
1: Um, uh, to, to quote Simon Miller, "Slap your head." He is why.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and a note that I have here, Ms. God fuck ton of pyro oh yeah and i was sitting there i was like that's amazing he got so much and then getting in the ring he got more i'm like holy hell
1: oh yeah uh and like he goes on to talk about like how people thought he would would be fired in his first week of WWE and whatever. Which was a
0: legitimate thing at that point.
1: It, it was. I mean, I can agree to that too, from what I remember seeing him on TV the initial time. Uh the Divas search is uh call five five two. Um yeah, anyway. Yeah, good job. He calls himself the Babe Ruth of WWE, and I'm calling it now John Cena versus The Miz Mania. This year? Sure.
0: What the fuck? Okay. Sure, I thought I was making bold predictions. Yeah, they can't
1: call that... That's Cena's thing. We've known that since Cena came out in the Babe Ruth jersey against Elias. Like, that has been his thing for years. Like... Well... Uh, I, I I don't see that being a sly comment in just passing. That was definitely shot at John Cena because of their history,
0: more than likely. Uh, and he mentions the fact of being a double, uh, Grand Slam champ, uh, and whatnot, and as They're well not more of those. A double? I don't. I don't. I don't, th- I don't like, know.
2: Jeff Hardy isn't.
0: Uh As for the got both modern... world, he's got two world titles at the very least. He's got a WWE and he's got a world. Yeah. He's got two
1: WWEs alone.
0: Where's the second one?
1: Doesn't he or is it two worlds? It's, he has, he has three. He has three world title rings. I know that much. He,
0: yeah, he's got only one WWE championship ring. Sorry, I,
1: I yeah, I confused. Uh, Sorry, but yeah, yeah, no, no worries.
0: Titles. Yeah, um, I I don't I don't know I don't know if that the is... only
1: belt I can think of is the US, but he's won it for sure. Did he win it before?
0: I can't say I ever have that belt on Hardy minus his most recent run.
1: Maybe that's the only- but like he's had the European title, which uh, considers him a different kind of grand slam champion
0: the the thing is the Grand Slam generally with w w e is yeah. um the the current generation of titles.
1: Right, but there's another reference for when they've won like all the world titles or all major titles in a bunch of promotions or something. It's like Triple Crown Champion or something
0: like that. Okay, so for the Grand Slam, the revised format, you need one of the world titles, one of the current tag titles, and then both the Intercontinental and United States. Uh Jeff I guess Jeff Hardy. Okay. So the reason Jeff Hardy is not is because the World Heavyweight Championship is not the modern world title. It is WWE or Universal. WWE WWF because Kurt Angle is still considered a modern day grand slam because he won the WWF championship.
1: But the WWE World Championship came together and became the same belt. Do their histories not merge?
0: Uh, No, because that is the original format. The original format was WWE, That's WWF,
1: World Title. That's just lazy. That's just lazy.
0: Because, because the thing is, is the tag team titles are even different. Uh, So
1: he does have two US titles.
0: Uh, potentially. I know. I only see th- they only have the the first one listed here. Uh, I will. I will check.
1: But the WCW history would exist for that too, wouldn't it? And he was he in WCW?
0: Uh, he was not. Uh, no. I know they won the him and Matt won the WCW tag titles when they came over. Jeff is only a one-time US title holder. Okay, that's fair.
1: Uh, but it to me this is still really lazy and shoehorning in something for them is, but
0: Yeah, oh yeah, I agree. But the thing is, it's just interesting to know. And like I said, the tag team titles, it's either the SmackDown tag team titles or the opposite side of this. This is, is where... the WWE
1: slash raw, right?
0: Yes. Yeah. Not the world tag team yeah. titles.
1: You would think they would have merged the SmackDown one with the world tag title history, just so that way it existed somewhere, but...
0: Yeah, exactly, because I'm like, the world tag team titles were around for a really, really long time, because the thing is... They were
1: around before the WWE tag team titles.
0: Um, sitting here...
1: If I'm trying... Wait, no. The red ones were the world tag team titles, right?
0: So wait, Jeff is a... Okay, so Miz, from what I'm seeing, Miz is the only modern day Grand Slam. Jeff is a double Grand Slam because the original format was either the WWF, WWE world title, one of the tag team titles, whether that be the world tag team, whatever they're doing, the secondary championship, which at the time was the Intercontinental, and then either one of the tertiary championships, which was either the European or hardcore. So, Jeff is a double Grand Slam winner. He that is was just... the first
2: name
1: that came to my head, too, when Miz said that.
0: Because I'm looking here. Yeah, he is. I want to I wanna see what this note is on Jeff. Uh...
1: Sorry to hang so long on this. This is just something that's really interesting.
0: Yeah. So Jeff is a double, but the way the reason Miz is getting away with this is because Miz is the only modern day two-time Grand Slam.
1: Alright, WWE, you're just really lazy.
0: So but um so that's the only reason they're gonna get away with that, I guess. Uh just
1: It's just like the universal title isn't the world title. Oh my but god. It is. Oh
0: my god. <laughs> uh yeah we'll get into that in a minute anyways oh literally <laughs> um, but um yeah so anyways Miz uh is stating about being the the double grand slam the only one which as we know only modern day i don't know if he said modern day he might have and i might have missed it I, but i don't i think didn't he hear did. him
1: preface it i heard him say only two time grand slam champion yeah.
0: But, uh, anyways, and... Gotta he, be
1: specific, Miz. <laughs> he starts
0: running down the list of, of people he's better than, blah, blah, blah. And I noticed Lashley's name came up, and I was like, oh, well, here we go. And sure enough, uh, here comes uh, Bobby Lashley and MVP. MVP. Classic
1: WWE, speak his name, he shall appear.
0: Mm-hmm. MVP's still selling that knee, by the way. Um, Is he,
1: though? Because whenever the crutch comes out from under him, he stands on it just fine.
0: Yes. Yes. Um... And not not to uh like really turn off here because I, I want to get through these results here we always show sure, yeah. off on a rant but speaking yeah. of uh, MVP selling this injury uh, I sent you an article last night uh, regarding uh impact wrestling's uh, most recent Pay per view, no surrender, the main event. Tommy Dreamer in the match seemingly had dislocated his finger. And we had been talking. We weren't sure whether or not it was a legitimate injury. It could have been, but we weren't sure due to the fact of Richmond targeting it. Tommy Dreamer has gone on record now in an interview stating he did, in fact, dislocate his finger during that match.
1: I thought there was no way that was fake.
0: Like, it looked really real, but I was like, the thing is, we're talking Tommy Dreamer. We're talking Tommy Dreamer. You know, maybe he's just selling it really well. I mean, the and amount maybe of he's damage. he's double-jointed. I was like... going to say, the amount of damage he's had to his hands, double-jointed. He could have done something like that. But apparently, he actually dislocated his fucking finger. Well, so... And
1: thinking about it, too, the ref did toss up the X quickly at well, one point. Well, that's
0: just it. When the ref tossed up the X, I was when I was sitting there watching it, I'm going, they don't tend to do that uh, anywhere but wwe like unless it's a serious situation they have thrown up the x before to play into storyline which i very much dislike i do not like when they do that because that worries me and so that's why even him throwing up the x i was so that that's why i hate that they've done that in the past because now when they throw up the x i'm like Are we talking an actual injury that we need to be concerned about?
2: (laughs) Yeah.
1: And, I mean, a dislocated finger is not a dislocated shoulder, but it's still something to worry about.
0: And, I mean, in in the sense of pro wrestling, I mean, (laughs) dislocated finger can, can make the difference in matches some days. He's lucky...
1: Sorry, he's lucky it was his pinky, not, like, his pointer or middle finger or something where he would actually have to lead with. He can keep his pinky out of the shot most of the time.
0: Exactly. But, yeah, I just figured when we were just talking about MVP there, I I figured uh, we should talk about that real quick. Now you made Um, me just
1: think about that again, so thanks.
0: (laughs) But uh, Lashley comes out, and uh, he talks about the shady business deal (laughs) that was made, uh, and Miz owes him. His title match.
1: Exactly what we thought it was.
0: And uh, this, I thought, was really, really good storytelling in this sense. Lashley tells him he has an hour to come to his senses. And I was like, oh, okay.
1: That's fair. The one thing I didn't like is WWE's immediate counter.
0: See, I did. I did because it, it was like... It was, I liked the reminder of like, Miz only has this long. I didn't like how the segment at the end of it played out, but I, uh, and I think they showed the timer a little too much, but that's what I mean. If they would have showed it like twice, maybe I'm like, that would have been really cool.
1: They showed it like five times in a match.
0: I know. Like, I know. That's why why I was getting annoyed. Yeah. That's
1: why. Yeah. No. Yeah, sorry, I guess I'll preface that. I liked the idea that they were showing a timer, but they yeah. showed it every five minutes.
0: Yeah. Like like Mi- we know Miz has has this all. We understand of, the like, passions of time. Like <laughs> I, I like that they're showing it to remind us like Miz. Because the thing is it is a biz- big decision. Right? It is, this is for very much. world title and whatnot. Yeah. Um But yeah, uh we get a uh we get a segment backstage with Riddle and Lucha House Party. I I laughed at this. He got his
1: first W in Warzone, bro.
0: Yeah. Yeah, there uh Lucha House Party is uh congratulating him on his win and he thinks they're talking he thinks they're talking about Warzone. Um and then he he tells them he has named the Eagle on the belt. I think it was Travis.
1: He named his Eagle dude Travis and I don't know why I now look at that belt and I call it Travis and I'm starting to like it and I hate it.
0: <laughs> oh, I still don't like it. I don't
1: like the design, but I like the fact that it has a name now that I'm not calling it the US title.
0: Uh, And and then they remind him like he's got a matchup next and like it's on the other side of the field. And he's like, don't worry, bros, I got this. And he pulls out his fucking like like razor scooter and just takes off i'm like what the fuck is this he, show he
1: calls it his stallion and he goes and he goes Dip, did it, did it, did it, did it, as he scooters off
0: like that was it was it was funny i don't care
1: um you made a comment um to me saying riddle looks like i can't even remember what you had said now
0: the way he was acting in that segment is exactly like i am when i am way too tired and get stoned
2: (laughs) yeah the things
0: just kind of happen and you look back on it and you piss yourself laughing and that is exactly me like when i get stoned on a normal day i'm fine but if i am dead tired and i'm like sure why the fuck not it it's it's something else
1: (laughs) well and i mean if you looked at riddle's eyes eyelids i guess he was he was like i uh he,
0: he always kind of seems like that though
1: but they were excessive tonight because oh. okay i i do smoke quite a decent amount uh we live in canada it's fully illegal yeah, full, uh
0: fully legal i think you just said illegal just did i i meant yes. to say
1: legal but yes, whatever it,
0: it's it's legal
1: <laughs> fully legal in canada so it's not like we're doing anything wrong Uh. Like, seeing that, like, when I saw him last week versus this week, I'm like, you look significantly more into it than you did last week.
0: Yeah, the only thing is, is there's a, I don't think uh, they would allow him to go no. out. So, no, sure. uh, no but, they have a policy. I
1: think it's 24 hours.
0: Yeah, I was gonna, because it, it's the same thing with uh, drinking. Yeah, you you are not allowed to drink twenty four hours prior to a performance, even though a lot of yep. the guys do.
2: <laughs> yeah, but the thing,
1: like the same thing would happen with THC. Like exactly. Being honest, like they'll probably smoke just before they come to the event at eight in the morning, and by oh, yeah. the time they're on the show, there's nothing in their system.
0: Oh, exactly, exactly. Right. Yeah, but um, so, but we get Riddle versus John Morrison next. Um. And it's and like
1: in the match, we just get told we're getting a tag match between Oscar uh, Charlotte and uh Jackson Baszler. Yeah, it was really
0: just kind of odd, but um, but the match is really solid. Uh, the two guys did really, really good. Um, I hell, I would have liked for more time for the match.
1: I There's a lot of points where I would like a lot more time on matches in this show.
0: Yeah, none of them were long, and it pissed me off. But do we um,
1: have like you go? You can go on Wiki, right, and see how long they were.
0: I don't know if you can for the Raws. They they do it oh. for the uh, for the pay per views, but I don't know if you can see uh, match times in that for for Raws.
1: I want to see if I can't find that because I don't think there was one longer than ten minutes.
0: Oh, guaranteed there wasn't. But um, I don't know if you've got any notes on this match that you want to mention.
1: No, I'm good.
0: Uh, but yeah, so <laughs> Riddle picks up the win over John Morrison with the Bro Derek, which apparently I I had never heard of this prior to the pay per view Sunday, and now uh he must he must have been using this a lot, and I just never noticed.
1: Yeah, but it seems like they're moving him away from floating bro as his finish to bro Derek as his finish.
2: Oh, but like he's still
1: doing floating bro, but the it the finish has finish. come off of Derek now.
0: So. Yeah. So, uh, and then we get the vignette as we mentioned prior to uh for Rhea Ripley, which I am I am hella excited. Um, yeah I'm but they
1: are here. doing the seth rollins thing where it's they oh show God, it a they, little too much
0: they aired it like three fucking times and i was and like, we like get it
1: i was fine with that because it does like i remember smackdown days like kazare or Kazarmy they showed oh, that like a five God. times a show and it um, felt funny but like if they like, they just, they need to make sure they don't over-push MVP, her.
0: MVP got that treatment. Alberto Del Rio got that treatment. Uh, like, it's not yeah. like, it's only recently. It is just it kind of, like, the first time you see it, you're like, oh, sweet, R- Rhea Ripley. And then the yeah. second time, you're like, okay. And then by the third time in the in the show, you're like, unless she's fucking debuting tonight, just stop showing me.
1: That's just it, right? Like, and I can remember our truth had about three weeks of build-up on SmackDown before his actual debut.
0: Yeah, so... Like... I don't know. Um,
1: then we get Bad Bunny on SNL.
0: Yeah, yeah, we get the highlights of him, which, I mean, obviously, he's the champ. Uh, we're gonna get that.
1: I just don't like how everybody was tweeting that he had the WWE Championship.
0: <laughs> oh, come on!
1: He did not have the WWE championship. He had the fucking 24-7 championship.
0: It's a world title. Um,
1: oh, you better fucking take that
0: back. I said it on yesterday's podcast. I'm saying it today. It's a world title. Um, but uh, we, uh, we get Damian Priest and Bad Bunny backstage in that. And our truth is off to the side with our referee and, like, hugs the referee and and says he's going to be I don't even remember what he said that he's going to be joining their team for some game or something this weekend um I don't even oh. remember
1: Yeah, no, I can't remember I can't now remember but like exactly. all all I remember is when truth comes up he's just like, "Oh no." i i loved this guy uh in the movie with the space guys playing basketball or whatever and it took me a second to realize what he was talking about and then i re- it clicked i was like oh my god he thinks he's bugs bunny from space jam <laughs> like obviously from other shit but in space jam specifically yeah like- that, that's
0: the one he was referencing yes
1: so um but when when he said that i was and then he's like oh but
0: i forgot my jersey
1: and my my uh my marker so he goes to leave uh and then i can't remember why but then priest just kind of gets in his face
0: because why not and
1: and then truth's like all right catch you later dp and walks out
0: yeah yeah. well you gotta remember our truth is a multi-time world champion now like 60 some odd time world champion (laughs) Um, okay, I thought
1: – I was going to actually correct you and be like, you're actually not wrong. He is a two-time NWA champion, I'm pretty sure. But <laughs>
0: – <laughs> Oh, come on. Come on. Um, uh, Yeah, but then we get uh, Miz and Adam Pearce backstage. Uh, Miz is com- basically complaining about this happening, and Pearce –
1: I like Mrs. logic saying nothing was in writing because that is very much the Miz. Like
0: Yeah, that's true. But when you got somebody like Bobby Lashley standing in front of you, I don't really think Bobby gives a shit whether it was in writing or not. You made a deal. I really and don't. you're gonna yeah. fucking Yeah, you're you're the, gonna the come the around. Almighty. To it. <laughs> but uh yeah, just and Pierce uh is pulling like a fifty fifty, like, yeah, I am on your side, but at the same time like
1: you are the champion i'd like to see this match
0: yeah like like you kind of for the show yeah like, um and that's about uh, that
1: and then we get the blurriest of blurry shots for pinky brewster's cast at the thunderdome
0: oh that was so bad it was like so bad
1: you're telling me wwe doesn't have the ability to grab those feeds and just pop them onto their screen
0: but the thing – but I don't understand why it was so bad because they've done it before when they've had uh, – I don't remember what episode it was. There was an episode of SmackDown and they yeah. had people on the Thunderdome. And they were showing them, and they were clear, they were great, and then when they showed this, I'm like, what the fuck is going on?
1: I The only way I can think of this is because they were shooting it with the hard camera all the way across and up into the upper layer, because they weren't in the lower deck of the Thunderdome, they were in the upper fucking thing, because they didn't even want to show them on the
0: fucking TV! Yeah, that's that's gross. Um... Like,
1: we could see Goldberg clear his day for fucking t- uh, two Smackdowns, but we couldn't see the Pinky Brewster's cast that we're actually promoting on your show at all.
0: Yep. Oh, I know what you mean. And I'm not mean. even
1: annoyed because I don't care about this show, but I'm just annoyed that they're bad at promoting things. Yep. Like...
0: But uh, up next, we have the New Day come out and we're told they're facing Mason T-Bar, which is, in fact, what happens. Uh, and with- the
1: announcers don't say anything about Reckoning. They're like, it's with Ali and Slapjack.
0: Yeah, and then here's Reckoning with them. Kofi and Xavier, I'm like, you fucking guys, they're they're <laughs> jumping around in the ring like, Reckoning!
1: Like, oh my god, it's, it's just amazing. And if they don't give us woods versus reckoning at wrestlemania i will be annoyed
0: that's what they're gonna build to now i hope you know that oh they uh, watch
1: our show and we've been seeing it day to day as it happens they watch our show they are of going terrifying. to it it's kind
0: of but... terrifying we have been saying things on this podcast like <laughs> they should do this but like it won't happen and then they do it it's weird, it's weird. and we're like huh <laughs> but um but yeah, so we have the New Day, uh, Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston against uh, Mason T-Bar, and the match just isn't great.
1: The match can be defined by it started and then it ended.
0: Yeah, like they they basically have uh, – Retribution has the match won, and then Mustafa Ali is like, do it again, and then it just all falls apart. Kofi hits Trouble in Paradise on T-Bar and picks up the win, and I'm like, what it, the yeah. fuck?
1: It's almost like Ali forgot that New Day is, like, the best tag team WWE has. And, uh, well, arguably because of their reigns and whatever. Oh, um, I'm not
0: disagreeing there. I'm shaking my head because of the segment.
1: Oh, sorry. I, I was thinking you're, like, because there are arguably better teams. But, um, h- historically, the New Day is the best tag team WWE has ever had. And I'd say just probably tried...
0: best modern day that's that yeah. there.
1: Yeah that they have built by themselves. Oh yeah. Uh so for Ali Ali to take the the oh no, he like you had the win. You did a double choke slam from two big guys. Buddy was done for 3 seconds at the very least. And you're like, "No, do it again."
0: Yeah, like you fucked and up And you make yourself. them take
1: 5 minutes to do it. Like
0: Yeah, and then Ali comes in, flips out on the group like how many times like
1: did you write down that the Retribution was going to turn on him? Because I did.
0: I was sitting there. I wasn't sure. I thought they were going to. Um. But yeah, it, it was how many times do I have to go through this and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, oh, geez. Like, I, I don't I was, know. Yeah.
1: I was just like, yeah, Ali yells at the members of Retribution and the way they were all standing around him. I was like, and they turn on him.
0: Yeah, I I was waiting. I was waiting for somebody. I thought it was going to be reckoning to take the shot.
1: Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he just walks off, and I'm like, okay, so Retribution isn't long for this world. Nope. Like, they got less time than Nexus got. Yep. (laughs) And Nexus actually got a push for a significant while. Yes, they did. They were probably the best faction that wwe made that wasn't uh dx
0: pretty well pretty well yeah um but up next uh we get adam pierce uh waiting in the ring welcomes out lashley
1: i'm amazed he doesn't have entrance music
0: who adam pierce yeah like Please they've had him that. come
1: out so much but they don't have entrance music for him teddy had music
0: yeah and teddy's music was bopping
1: Are you telling me they couldn't find something for Adam?
0: Vicky didn't have entrance music until like the very end of her WWE run. She has it now in AEW.
1: But she would go out to Edge's music when he would come out.
0: When he. They would almost. And is Adam
1: Pure sleeping with Edge? (laughs) No, but they would. But they'd rarely. They would never have her come out to no music, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, they
0: would. Like
1: all the time. I can't remember that. I, unless she specifically came out screaming,
0: excuse me. Which is what always happened. Eh, not all the time.
2: 90% of the time. 99.8% <laughs>
0: 99. <laughs> <laughs> 99. of the time. <laughs> <But>
1: anyway, I, <laughs> I just very I, little. I, I just find it odd that with the way WWE likes to present their, their programming, that they haven't given him something to at the very least walk out to.
0: But that's like Paul Heyman, though. If Paul Heyman's not coming out with a superstar, if Paul Heyman's just coming out, he has no music.
1: But we know, being fans who have watched tapings, that the announcers have music.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: JR and Cole and Bobby.
0: JR's is just his hometown football team.
1: um yeah but the thing is is like cole got music yes he wrestled for a while but he had that music before hell even, even
0: lillian garcia the the former ring announcer if nobody's familiar with her uh sh- and but granted like, i think her music was from her album because she's put out like yes, two or three music albums
1: there are obviously reasons why certain music are what the music is but I they the music. i still don't know why
0: cole has music
1: i don't like if you're gonna give people music, you gotta give it to everybody or nobody. Well, not nobody, but only the wrestlers. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Like, I don't know. I don't know. That's just me.
1: I don't. Re- it's not like it's a big important thing.
0: But uh, but yeah. So Miz, uh Miz finally comes out. He's still in a suit and whatnot. And Lashley, Lashley's not happy. Lashley's pissed, and Miz basically talks his way into wanting a week. He wants a week to prepare. Um, He's got
1: so many challengers, like John Morrison. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, and then, uh, then Strowman, St- Stroman comes out for for whatever fucking reason. And Why is he dressed ex military? I don't know. I don't know one bit. Like,
1: I don't um, like. He has military gloves, fucking everything. Anyway, moving on.
0: Yeah, and so it's just really odd. Uh. He he wants the, the the title, and he's pissed off about Shane, and and say his name and he shall appear. He, here comes fucking Shane McMahon. Yeah. For and whatever reason.
1: Yeah, it tells Adam to tighten things up around here, and tells Braun that he just can't come around going for titles because he thinks he can. And then also says that apparently the Elimination Chamber was for WWE champions only, even though when they announced it 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 was was for for former former world World
2: champions
1: Champions. yep (laughs) but you know we're gonna just move on it's because they listened
0: to us bitch
1: yeah and then braun goes "Uh, that sucks i agree
0: yep like that that
1: is not a good idea if you have former universal champions they should qualify
0: as world champion yeah but like we get told we get Bobby Lashley versus Braun Strowman later tonight. If Braun wins, the match next week is a triple threat. Easy as that. Why,
1: why couldn't it just be whoever wins faces Miz next week?
0: Because Lashley had a deal with Miz, so Lashley's getting his match.
1: I just realized if it went that way, would that have meant they would have pinned Braun instead of Miz to try to keep him looking strong?
2: Oh jeez,
0: I don't know. Um, moving on to the next match. Uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander, ver- Alexander versus Lucha House Party in a tornado tag match. Like that's the first time we've had a tornado tag match on Raw in since like two thousand and four.
1: Yeah, even is it Todd Phillips,
0: the announcer? Who's the Tom Phillips? Tom Phillips. Tom Phillips. Tom
1: Phillips. Uh, he even's like, yeah, we haven't had a Tornado Tag match on Raw in years. And then they forget the rules. Because Metalik at one point goes up to the top rope and Lince tags him and then goes, now is the legal man. And somebody just goes, oh, actually, it's a Tornado Tag. Nobody's the legal man.
0: I heard it. I'm like, <laughs> fucking guys, come on. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> MVP's on commentary during this. The matches the ma- this is probably one of the longer matches, if I'm remembering correctly, um of the show, even though it's not that long. At about five
1: minutes, yeah, it's the longest probably. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, but oh, they they sad. all four of them get a decent showing. It's a good match. Uh and Benjamin and Alexander come out on top. Um Yeah. And then we get a match that we've already gotten. We already know the outcome. Uh, Waste of a segment. But Bad Bunny and Damien Priest come out. And we get Damien Priest versus Angel Garza. Literally nothing of importance happens during this match. Other than Garza getting distracted by Bad Bunny. And then Priest coming around and killing him. It's the lights. Yeah. Yeah. And then the end of the segment is ridiculous. The 24-7 title contenders come to the ring. Damian Priest takes out two. And literally, uh, Drew Gulak is only tossed over the rope and then sells for five minutes on the outside. I'm like, excuse me?
1: Yes. Well, he he hasn't done anything of note since training with Daniel Bryan.
0: (sighs) He should have. He should have. On SmackDown. uh, Yeah. He I probably
1: got traded in that Superstar shakeup that I forgot happened.
0: Yep, more than likely. But, uh... And then we get Randy Orton. This is actually one of the better bits of the night. Uh, Randy Orton's talking about, uh... The stuff yeah. going on with Alexa Bliss lately. Surrounded and like, uh... by failure. <laughs> and, uh... He's coughing at points, which I thought was interesting, but I thought... I was like,
1: did they really have somebody just pretend to have COVID on their well, show? Well, I
0: was like, I don't understand what's happening, because, like, the stuff is all pre-taped. Like yeah, most, right? Most of this backstage stuff, unless you see somebody right after a match, most of this stuff is pre-taped. So I'm like, really? I'm like, maybe yeah. they're doing something with it. And then they show the Bliss segment from last week. We come back to Orton... And Orton like pukes out this black A-goo. sludge again that, that Alexa had oozing from her. Now, I have a theory. I have a theory. The fiend is gonna come back, but not in the way we think. He's gonna possess Orton's body for a few weeks.
1: I mean, my joke, my joke comment is Bliss is hiding inside of him.
2: <laughs> oh jeez.
1: Um, but I like how there was one point where Randy Orton's like I'm too distracted by Alexa bliss. And my brain went same.
2: (laughs)
0: Me too. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And, and if there's anybody that's watching that's disagreeing, you're wrong.
1: You need to just go to her Instagram. And I'm not even saying that to be like a creep. She is just a very attractive lady.
0: She is. She is. (laughs) Like, yeah,
1: no, like I'm not even trying to make it perverted at all. Like, Like she's a very attractive person.
0: So, but, uh, and then our next throwaway match, uh, Charlotte and Oscar versus Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler. Did you um, see
1: them? What did you hear? What they called the move Oscar went for at the start?
0: I can't say I did.
1: The Oscopus.
0: Uh, uh, that's, that's what they fucking called uh, it. No. Can we finish this match already? Oh I don't, I don't want to talk about this now. That's so bad.
1: I heard that. I was like, "Did they really just say that?"
0: Welcome to Monday Night Raw. Um, literally, almost nothing of importance happens here, other than Charlotte's obviously not there for the most part. There's some miscommunication at one point. Oscar kind of gets hit. Nia Jax hits a leg drop and pins Oscar. Um, so so now Nia Jax has uh pinned both the women's champions and should get titles, uh, title matches. Within
1: 24 hours.
0: But anyways, uh, and Charlotte offers her hand hand to Asuka, Asuka slaps and Charlotte, Charlotte then walks out bitching at Asuka. I'm like, um, I'm sorry, Asuka's being upset is justified.
1: She, one, got her tooth knocked out, two, lost her tag titles because of your family bullshit. Like
0: like, you see the common denominator here?
1: It's you, motherfucker, like
0: but uh yeah, um, and then we get uh the next match, which this match should have had way more time, um and it was and it was just to, to completely
1: undo what Hardy did in Chamber, honestly, in my opinion.
0: I wouldn't go that far. it was well, okay, decent. it didn't
1: bury him, but it made him look not as strong.
0: Yes, that is fair. Uh it's Jeff Hardy versus Sheamus, by the way. Um Yes. Like it was a decent match. Um Yeah, I, I...
1: it was it was good, but they could have favored Jeff a little more considering they let Sheamus go out to the phenomenal forearm.
0: Yes, that is fair. Um but I mean when you only give the segment 4 minutes,
1: yeah, no, that's like, just it. Like, that's why I'm so annoyed is we we had a three-hour show and two hours of it was drama.
0: There is no reason on a three-hour show we can't just have 20-minute matches.
1: It, oh, I would love to see AEW run a, tw- a three-hour show weekly just to be like, this is how like, you fucking here,
0: do it. Here's the best part, though. Yeah, talking about AEW, sure, they do have some some shorter matches that don't need to be in yeah. there, as we've talked about but uh-huh. the thing is in two hours i can pull out more wrestling most of the time and when they have non-wrestling segments nine out of ten times they work really really well i can't nine remember the last times. there's still yeah. some that that don't For hit sure. where they're supposed to
1: yeah i can think of the most recent um uh dentist whatever's office the thing. The,
0: the, the waiting room and yeah. see the thing is the ones on dark worked really well Which is why they brought Dynamite. And then the Dynamite one just... Because, like, I watched bits from Dark, and the waiting room was actually really decent on Dark. And so when they announced it coming to Dynamite, I know a lot of people were like, oh, fuck. I was like, cool. And then when it happened on Dynamite, I was like, what the fuck was that?
1: Yeah. So, like, we're not saying AW is perfect, but their track record is far better. Yes, it's shorter, but it's far better.
0: But... Yeah. Seamus wins with a brogue kick. Um and then we get probably the best promo of the night. Um, I would say this is here. probably the
1: most well thought thought out and worked yeah. not worked, but like well working yes. promo. Uh
0: Charlotte and Rick are backstage. Uh and this basically closes the storyline yes. we had because we know Lacey's not gonna be around for the next yeah who knows how long i'd say year and a half i'd say year and a half
2: yeah
1: um charlotte this is exactly what we should have done the first time they ever brought rick out with charlotte like charlotte is not mad that rick wanted to help lacy she's mad that she he wanted to help lacy fuck over charlotte
0: yeah, there there there's no reason it had to be this way. Uh Charlotte says she's just trying to protect the family name. Yeah. Like and and <clears> Flair <throat>
1: just wants to be the nature boy.
0: Like 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 as we all get it. We all get it. It's it's Rick Flair. It's the nature boy. He's always going to be the nature boy in one sense. I will or never not
1: look at him like that.
0: But the thing is is There's no reason that, with that being said, that even if he wants to help out, it has to be done that way. He can help out any way he wants. He can help out other women all he wants. But the yes. thing is, it doesn't have to revolve around Back to Charlotte and mess up that, yes. that, that thing. Because Rick's name is established. It's there. Charlotte's she, is too. But at this point, Charlotte's the one continuing the legacy of the Flair name. Not Rick. Yeah. i sorry. She is rick
1: is correct in saying that charlotte has been the best women's wrestler for wwe almost ever i'd say i would probably argue fabulous moolah and um uh may young well yeah
0: when you're going back that far yeah for sure even even with all the shady shit from moolah what she did in the ring uh you know, there if, if is if that yeah. she she was one of the best to ever yes. step in the Like,
1: I, I was just like, obviously, the person behind whatever we can't well, say it, for certain. It's,
0: it's like when we talk about the other aforementioned name, like Chris Benoit. Yes, right, but but I understand what you mean. I was just kind of making that point a little. Yeah, no, for sure.
1: Like we we can still look at their their history and be like, look at what this person did. Obviously, with Mula, there's some hearsay of what happened, what didn't. There's a lot of of
0: shit back and forth and in between, and yeah,
1: like so we're not saying she did this and we she did this. Like it's all hearsay. What we know of fabulous Mula, she was fabulous.
0: She, she was absolutely amazing in the ring. That yeah. that that's all we're trying to get across here. Exactly.
1: Um, and so when we can compare Charlotte to those people successfully now without a stretch at all.
0: Yep, I agree. Um,
1: you would but, normally have to stretch with say like your Beth Phoenixes, your your Nikki Bellas, your whoever. Yes. Charlotte is a hundred percent in the same contention as fabulous Moolah, Mae Young, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Yep, agreed. Um But yeah, and so she tells Rick to just go home. Uh Rick and, has
1: Yeah. Quickly I wanna say I'm glad WWE retconned the baby thing.
0: <laughs> yes, thank God. thank God. So they
1: basically just quickly in passing mentioned that it's not Rick's kid.
0: Yeah, R- Rick makes a comment of like I never said it was mine.
1: Yeah. Like... Which is fine, but you kinda did.
0: Yes. You yes. kind
1: of did
2: like
0: <laughs> but uh Rick mentions he just he saw potential in Lacey and stuff like that and uh yeah like it's it great it, it was good um and then we get uh this um I honestly the, the next match I honestly expected to go on Twitter and the hashtag give women a chance to start trending because I was like this was pathetic this is exactly what we've been trying to work away from for years now. This is why it's no longer the Divas division. And we just, we honestly, we got Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose versus Naomi and Lana. And the match, In a two is, a, move match. The match is about 45 seconds to a minute.
1: I call it a two-move match because Lana and Naomi go for a double team, but Brooke and Mandy hit the double team. Then Lana fights, gets the tag, they hit a double team win.
0: Yeah. So so I think it was Naomi pins Mandy Rose, yeah. Yep. Um and then Last another, you get ready backstage. Yep. And then another <laughs> match that lasted nowhere close to long enough. We have AJ Styles, uh, along with Omas, obviously, against Ricochet. Um the match is only about three minutes and Styles pins Ricochet with the Styles Clash. Um, no like, granted, afterwards there is something that happens, but I'm like, really? We only gave three minutes to these guys. Didn't these guys just get like fifteen minutes well, a few weeks ago? And kill we it?
1: only got we only got two matches in the first two hours. We had to fill the last hour with four. Oh
0: my God! Sorry,
1: the last half hour with three matches. Yeah. Because but... but between that tag match we just had and this singles match, and the moments after. And then the next singles match, that was all under a half hour.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'd, I don't know. Um, yeah. But Omos gets in the ring, and AJ yells at him to finish him. And Omos just lifts Ricochet, like, 12 feet in the air. And just, gro- like, doesn't even, like, slam. He just kind of lets him go. No.
1: No. He's just... Dropped like if you could have put him through the ring, he would have.
0: Yeah, yeah. If we didn't have mm, another match still to go, that probably could have been that spot.
1: I just feel bad for Ricochet because Prince Puma, Ricochet on the indie scene, a god.
0: Ricochet and NXT was phenomenal.
1: Like, but now getting pinned in two minutes.
0: Sure, he... AJ Styles, one of, the, one of the greatest ever lace of a pair of boots. I'm not going to uh-huh. argue that, but there's no reason that match had to be two minutes. Matanza no Cueto needed it again.
1: Matanza Cueto, aka Jeff Cobb, for those who don't know, um, had a great match against Ricochet in Lucha Underground. That was like probably about a half hour. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's I... all
1: I'm going to say about that.
0: I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we get uh, Miz and Morrison talking backstage about about the possibility of next week. Strowman walks up and they just kind of take off. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. And we get, obviously, the main event. Bobby Lashley with MVP uh, against Braun Strowman. Miz and Morrison are out on commentary. Or Miz is on commentary, but they're both out there. And, like, the match is nothing. Nothing of note, sadly. Um, Lashley, pinned again, Strowman. this could have
1: been something, but it wasn't
0: no Lashley pins Strowman after a spear, uh, post-match. It was nice. Cause it did make Lashley look nice and strong For locking sure. Strowman. Uh, well, well doing the chop block locking Strowman in the hurt lock. And then Miz Tries to hit Lashley with the title. Lashley avoids slams him and then spears the Miz and the show closes with Lashley standing tall in the corner with belt in hand.
1: Yeah, which is probably going to be the site we see next week, assuming Miz doesn't find a way to weasel out of that match. Hey, man. Oh, you I, know I what? R- on- Miz has broken ribs, so he's not fighting next week.
0: No, I said it last week. Or not last week. I said it on the last podcast yesterday. I'll say it again. Lashley wins next week, and I have no problem with it. Oh,
1: I'm f- I mean, I'm fine with that, but I wouldn't mind seeing Miz with a longer reign.
0: But as I said, the fact that we're building up to Mania, we know we're building, we know we're building towards Lashley Drew, Drew taking back the title, and then we'll reinsert the Miz.
1: Yeah, we'll find a way to get Miz back into it. Because, the thing like is, we both we're said,
0: getting, we're getting Miz Morrison versus Damian Priest, Bad Bunny at Mania. Like, that's already been the WWE title up.
1: can be in that, can it? It'll be WWE title versus 24 7 title.
0: Well, they're both world titles. Mm hmm. Uh, so we're we moving on to our ratings of the show.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I can still remember Mick Foley being so excited about this this dark hour of Raw that was going to exist because of this 24-7 title.
0: Oh, what a And it became joke. a comedy joke in what a, a day. Joke. Well, I mean, the second they showed off the belt, it was a joke.
1: Like, yeah, he comes out and bra turns black and white, and everything is NWO basically. Like we are badass. blah, bo <laughs> <Archie's> your champion?
0: <laughs> Pretty well. Um, I guess actually. Sorry,
1: the first champion is EC three, isn't it?
0: I think so. Yeah, I remember just when to he kind was of signed with WWE. <laughs> yeah, remember when they totally fucking didn't use him? Yeah uh what did you rate raw out of five two gave it a two i
1: was gonna give it a one but i just i felt mean doing that i gave it a a...
0: 2.25 so i I felt
1: mean giving it a one kicking it while it was down basically i
0: yeah the thing is i couldn't give it under a two because it was still slightly better than smackdown
1: Oh, yeah, no, that's very fair. And, yeah, I had, like, 1.75 written, and I was like, but mm,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I, I gave SmackDown, I think, a 1.75 last week, and I was like, I can't do that to this Raw. This Raw wasn't good, but you know, it wasn't SmackDown.
1: <laughs> in three hours, it could have been fucking better.
0: Oh, yeah, I agree. Um, But, yeah, I gave it a 2.25, and our Twitter polls... Um... <laughs> uh for raw last night uh thirty seven point five percent of voters thought it was a great show thirty seven point five percent of voters are sitting on the fence, and twenty five percent of voters uh thought it was an absolute waste of time, which i yeah,
1: yeah, I would probably fall in that waste of time. It was three hours where if we just didn't have raw last night and we picked up next week, I probably wouldn't have missed a thing
0: exactly, yep
1: like cuz Raw will we know how WWE books we're going to open mm-hmm. Raw with an entire recap of what just happened this week.
0: Yep. Yepper. But uh and,
1: and so by then you'll know the gist because it'll take less time than even us writing down what we needed to talk about for this show did. Like Yeah. To recap this show is ridiculous because they did not book it. They 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 they, they pointed at an intern said make some matches
0: yep yep they did it, yeah and
1: then I... then put it on the show like uh,
0: i i don't know i don't know i i'm i'm excited that tonight and tomorrow night are going to be hopefully some decent pro wrestling shows i mean impact Impact uh can be a toss-up of sports entertainment and pro wrestling. But their
1: second week after a pay-per-view has been the better show of then, their then pay-per-view the... shows.
0: Yes, I agree. So uh it should be interesting. Uh and then I mean we got Dynamite and NXT, which will both which... be good shows. I like that... And for those
1: who didn't hear, we said NXT.
0: Oh yeah, because NXT has been killing it. I like... have enjoyed NXT thoroughly. I'm pretty sure I've given NXT some higher ratings than dynamite not a lot but i want to say there's at least been a few uh like not yeah yeah i have rated nxt higher
1: oh i've definitely done it too i think for the first few weeks nxt was Uh, higher than dynamite
0: you uh yeah yeah Yeah. Uh, last week your nxt was rated uh 0.25 percent better
1: yeah, and I think that, like, I remember us uh, kind of arguing, not arguing, but kind of just explaining that. It was more just because I enjoyed some of the matches slightly better. Yeah, like, which,
0: I mean, you're allowed to. You're a exactly. pro wrestling fan, you're allowed to enjoy stuff. Welcome to the world yeah. of pro wrestling. Just because somebody likes something doesn't mean you have to have an issue with it. Exactly. I mean, I mean my, my my worst <laughs> of the night for NXT was, was partially your best of the night. We debated it. We talked it. That's the best part about this podcast.
1: Yeah, exactly. And we were able to actually talk, and I could see why it was the worst of the night, and you could see why it was my best yes. of the night. Like, it was just the way it is. Like, yeah.
0: I, I'm a pro wrestling fan. Even though I say something's not good, I can still pick out 90% of the time a reason why it was good, unless we're talking a lot of this raw. So
1: <laughs> and this is the first raw that's been bad since we've started this podcast yes, all I agree. All Like, we've had poor Raws, but this has been the first start-to-finish bad Raw.
0: Yep. So, but uh, we'll move on here, and and we'll highlight some of the good and the bad here. Match of the night, what did you give uh, Matt? Riddle and John Morrison. Because it was the only match, start-to-finish, that I was like, that was good.
1: And it was the only match I cared about. Yep. Like, because one... there was a bit of a botch the ref thought the title was on the line went to go put it up and then didn't but if morrison won which could have been a very realistic thing then at fast thing we were getting morrison versus riddle for the u.s title
0: exactly exactly like
1: because we know riddle can lose that's not an unrealistic thing even as a champion he can lose so to see him lose there wouldn't have been a bad thing because I would have built a pretty decent story and a first nice challenger for Riddle. I'm excited the, the to see only, who a first challenger is.
0: The only reason uh, for this show that I don't think he lost is it yeah. was right after the pay-per-view and he just Absolutely. pinned Morrison. But I, I agree with your statement beyond that 100%. There's yeah. no reason no. he can't lose. There's no reason he couldn't have lost to Morrison. Good story. Yeah. Two great guys.
1: exactly that's what i'm trying to say Yeah. obviously because he's the new champion they're not going to have him lose but yeah there's no reason to say he couldn't have so that's why going into this match you're looking at like i actually don't know who's gonna win
0: yeah exactly (laughs) um segment of the night what'd you give
1: charlotte and rick talking nice yeah um, because the, it was exactly what we needed and it retconned like i said the lacy thing made it so that we understood exactly what rick's goals were because he was very vague for a while and we understood exactly why charlotte was annoyed and that she's not pissed off that her dad is her dad she's pissed off that her dad still thinks he can go the way he could yeah and she just needs him to realize that hey You're not that anymore. You're this now.
0: Exactly. It
2: it was just really good.
0: I split mine up a bit here because with there not being a lot of good out of this show, I wanted to highlight what I thought was good. One of them is Charlotte and Rick. It was really good. Um, I'm giving Segment of the Night to the Orton promo. Uh, See, I just didn't,
1: there wasn't enough to it for me.
0: The that. the only reason I'm giving it to it is because it makes me more and more and more intrigued cuz now I'm like yeah. what the fuck is going on? I would have liked way more from it, but it was such a big thing in in a sense that happened that you're like what the fuck?
1: Yeah, and that's like that's very fair. It's just I think there was a little bit too vague about it. They could have explained it a little bit further, but yeah. Well, well that's that,
0: that's why it's not my only one here, and I've got one yeah. more, sure. and it's purely because I think it's it's the way to go, and we've mentioned it a lot. Um, Lashley standing tall at the end of the show, holding the belt. Um, yeah,
2: as much because, as I wouldn't mind
1: Mrs. Rain to be longer, yeah, it does make sense.
0: Yeah, and and I I pair up the Lashley at the end along with the beginning of, of the show with Lashley giving Miz that our ultimatum. It made it feel really good. Um
1: in, in a in comparison to what say Roman Reigns is trying to do because Lashley and Roman are very much the same character if we wanted to they're put them very down to brass very packs.
0: close, yes.
1: Yeah. They're, if we wanted to put it down to brass tacks.
0: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You strip away all that outside, you know, hurt business, travel chief, blah blah blah. And at the very, yeah. very close horror of yeah of of it the you know it is very much an intense
1: big dude who is just intent on beating you down Yep. like that is basically if you wanted to put them into a box that's what they are
0: but i find lashley's doing it right
1: oh that was what i was gonna say sorry yeah that was my finish to that um yeah last this is comparison lashley roman
0: and here here's I a fun I cared point.
1: what Lashley said. I didn't give a fuck what Roman
2: said.
0: So here's a fun point. Uh, before we move on here, uh, and and start to wrap up the show, yeah, I have not always been a fan of Lashley. Neither. Uh, 09. He was there. I didn't really care. Uh, I, I really enjoyed... didn't like him
1: being shoehorned into the battle of the billionaires stuff, especially with Umaga Agreed. like that. That whole thing could have been done way differently.
0: It agreed. Um, his impact stuff was okay. I did enjoy some of it, but I wasn't his heavily. Title rates
1: were odd.
0: Yeah, I I was never really into Impact at the time, and when he came back to WWE, I couldn't give two shits. And I, I was now excited. Saying... Oh, I was like, oh, cool, Lashley's back. Yeah. Okay. On to but the that's, next. That's that's about on, it. Like, yeah, the next I... cool thing
1: i was like oh i wonder what he'll do but then we had the next segment like
0: yeah uh but now i am sitting here and i'm i'm saying if lashley pins Miz next week on raw i will... no, i wouldn't be a pin
1: it'll be the hurt lock
0: whatever it is if lashley wins the title next week i'm excited and i oh, think I'm it's excited. got a lot to do with the hurt business and and all of it
1: question is he a two-time champion if he does No. But Morrison is.
0: No, he he won't be because, you know.
1: WWE really needs to clear like they need to come out and state what titles mean what.
0: Twenty four seven titles a world title. Performer of the night.
1: God, I swear to fucking god.
0: (laughs) Performer of the night. Who who who'd you who'd you give? Riddle. Riddle?
1: Riddle. He he had a great showing against Morrison who is a, a a legend we could confidently say he'll likely have a hall of fame career by the end of his uh career um and just absolutely masterclass so like he he every move he hit i i couldn't pick out a, a significant botch in the match like they were just they flowed really well together
0: yeah. uh so I,
1: yeah it just riddle to me stood out in that match
0: i split up mine and my one is it's kind of got an asterisk beside it uh and i'll give my reasoning but my first one is lashley um because uh and we just talked about it that comparison between him and reigns but the fact that i gave a shit i actually gave a shit about what lashley said in that opening segment i gave a shit about lashley in that middle segment when i didn't give a shit about the rest of the segment and i gave a shit about lashley at the end he beat braun clean he took braun out and he stood tall with that world title and him standing there with that world title belt i like the look of it now my asterisk one okay um and obviously uh it's due to the writing it wasn't him specifically um i'm giving it to drew mcintyre purely because he wasn't on the show
1: i was gonna say you watched the show right
0: Purely because he wasn't on the show. Because if you would have put him on the show, there was nowhere to fit him properly unless you shoved him right back into the world title picture, which is the case. I wouldn't have given two shits about him going through that match last night. Or not, well, in the sense of Raw last night, the Sunday, the pay-per-view.
2: Yeah.
0: And it wouldn't have done anything but diminish his value. So the fact that they left him off the show, they're letting a new story be built. They're making it seem like he's selling his injuries because he should be injured. After something like that, we talked about it on yeah. every episode. The point of pro wrestling is to make it look real. He should be injured. And leaving him off the show means when they bring him back to challenge Lashley for the title at Mania, it's going to feel good i'll be honest i don't yeah. i don't want to see mcintyre on tv for a few weeks he'll be on next week and that's where it- i'm going to take the performer of the night away but like i said the reason it it's asterisk here lashley is my performer of the night and i don't want to take away from others like riddle and that that actually did do good but i'm giving it here because like i said if he would have been there it would have just ruined so many things. Like, there's a bullet point list of things. If he would have been on that show, it would have ruined. And with leaving That's him off, fair. with leaving him off, they did right.
1: That is fair. Um, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to say when he'll come back. I think it'll be next. Nice.
0: I hope it's not. Like, I'm not saying I want to be the week before Mania, but
1: I can't be the week before. If anything, it has to be at Fastlane. If he, if they're gonna hold him off.
0: Okay, yeah, sure.
1: Like, because the thing is, um, we need to almost forget that Drew was the champion before Miz. And so we need to give Lashley a challenger at Fastlane, say... um,
0: I, I've actually got my prediction for this, if we can hold off until our prediction segment like, in just a sec. Sure. I've got no, a no prediction problem. for that, uh, that I just yeah. thought of. Um, sure. and then, I mean, you can, you can, if, if you want to finish off right now, you can, but I, oh,
1: I have no real discernible idea of who could okay. challenge Lashley at Fastlane.
0: Okay. I'm actually, I, I'm, I'm pretty good in thinking what could happen. So, Okay. um, did we
1: do our Twitter polls? Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. We covered our Twitter polls. Uh, and then finally our worst of the night. Yeah. What, what, what do you got?
2: I uh, I.
1: I thought the WWE title stuff was a bit messy. Really. Just a little bit. Like it.
0: It was. There was a bit of a mess there. Without a like,
1: doubt. It. It didn't like. I. I didn't think we needed the whole kerfuffle of Braun Strowman nope. coming in and having Shane and Adam kind of dictating everything. I think this mat or this whole thing could have been done in the first segment. Sure, the the hour thing was nice; it gave a bit of intimidation to Lashley and whatever. But I feel it could have been done in the first segment
0: entirely. With, with what they did in the second segment after the hour, it ruined it. If that wouldn't have happened, and we would have just had the Miz being like. Just, just give me a week, and somehow making that work, it would have been fine. But the second they brought Shane and Braun and all that into it, it sucked. They should it have just, gotten oh, rid yeah. of the hour, and done it in the beginning. Yeah. I agree.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like there, you you said it right there. If they didn't have Shane and Braun, and it was just Miz and Lashley and Hurt Business, even if you wanted to say,
0: even having int- Pierce there being like, yeah, because so he's been a figure.
1: Um, it would have made it a little cleaner and I probably would have ended up just giving this to the, like, I, I hate to say it, but one of the women's because yep. that's been my worst match of the night, probably for the last three matches.
0: So my worst of the night is honestly, most of the matches because yeah, that's very, that's very fair. there, there was two minutes, three minutes. Like, I mean, the ones women, like I said, the one women's tag match was like 45 seconds. There was matches that I wanted to give a shit, shit about, uh, Hardy and Sheamus, um, Styles and, and Ricochet. Hell, I even, even though it was messy, because of what they're building Lashley up for, I wanted to give a shit about Lashley and Strowman, and I couldn't. I did too,
1: but that's what I mean. Like, if, say, Strowman already had a reason, like, his reasoning was he wasn't in the Elimination Chamber. That's not a reason no, to that, be that, mad.
0: there's no, there's no, there's no reason that sets you up for for contention. I wasn't put in this match. I deserve a title. N- no, like, no, that's I not get it. He's like,
1: I'm a former universal champion. You held it for a month or so.
0: Yeah, he didn't hold it for too long. From what I'm thinking, it was more than a month. I want to say it was from Mania to. It was it was like just before SummerSlam, I'd say. Yeah, because the Fiend took it, and then Roman was back at SummerSlam and took the title the next pay per view.
1: Yeah, so just so. after, just before SummerSlam. Sorry.
0: Oh yeah, no, so it oh it was fuck, no it was the Hell months. in a Cell. It was the Hell in a Cell. No,
1: because um, they did Hell in a Cell right after, right before SummerSlam, or or no, something. They did. they did, or they did, they did one pay per view right before SummerSlam, the week before SummerSlam, and that was because. They had uh Reigns come in spear the winner of that yeah. match and the next week he beat him.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, it wasn't it was... hell in a cell because we got uh it was, it was a pay per view of some time. TLC. Payback. 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 So payback was August 30th, and SummerSlam was August 23rd. Oh my god! That is awful.
1: Yeah, sorry. So, yeah, no, they had SummerSlam be the pre-show to payback.
0: That's bad. Okay.
1: Yeah, so that was Strowman's championship.
0: So he held it from Mania to payback, so four, four months, four and a half months.
1: Is that... I mean, I think Jinder held it for four months, too. Oh, uh, no, Jinder held it for like half a year. I was gonna say, Jinder
0: held it for quite a while. But so Anyways. wait so
1: are we gonna if jinder comes back does he immediately get put in any world title match yes fuck off
0: 24 7 title uh
1: <laughs> that's fine yes that it's is a world fine title sure if 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 jinder wants to think of it like that jinder can think of it like that
0: <laughs> that is my new thing and i will say it a million times an episode the 24 7 title is a world title i've got no other reasoning to argue it it just is
2: don't uh,
1: mention it on fucking AEW stuff then. <laughs> or if if the 24 7 title isn't featured, don't talk about it. I will. Which hang on. Isn't the 24 7 title supposed to mean the person can go from brand to brand? Yep. Okay.
0: So uh predictions. Um now I want to get this one while it's fresh in my mind, and then we'll we'll finish up here on the, the upcoming shows. So just for the build sense of it, it taking away what I want, what I honestly think myself would work good, just at a base level. Obviously, all the other storytelling gets done in between and whatnot. We get Lashley and Miz next week. Yeah, Lashley takes the title. Uh-huh. Miz for the next week or so, however long till Fastlane. You know, is, you know, I got screwed. I got robbed. Whether it's the same finish or not, I don't know. I don't care. Lashley will take yeah. the belt. I think. We get Lashley and Miz at Fastlane. And
1: but, but WWE will back themselves in the corner with the no immediate rematch clause.
0: They already have; it's already there. They've already been doing it.
1: No, but I hate it.
0: I do too. But here's like 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 I said, storytelling has to be done. Whether it's he he uses a rematch clause or something happens, I don't know um we I get mean, yeah, that
1: wasn't supposed to be a thing anymore and that's still a thing
0: <laughs> but i think what happens is we don't see mcintyre until fast lane this match is yeah. going on ref distraction ref gets hit something happens yes mcintyre comes in
1: with a ref gear
0: t- <laughs> takes out miz okay because and- he wants
1: a better challenger
0: Lashley is the one who screwed him. So he takes out the Miz cuz he wants Lashley at Mania for his title and then that gives Miz the in right after Mania against McIntyre.
1: Oh, I think they'd hold off Miz's rematch to SummerSlam.
0: But it gives Miz an in though, is what I'm saying. Yeah. Cuz there's no were... reason when McIntyre picks up the title again, there's no reason to to fit Miz back in. So this way, Drew screws the Miz at Fastlane. We get McIntyre and Lashley. We get that tag match. We know that's happening with Damian Priest, Bad Bunny, Miz, and Morrison. But we get Lashley and McIntyre. McIntyre finally gets his win in front of the fans. And I think we continue McIntyre and Lashley. I don't even know where till. And then we insert the Miz back in at some point for around SummerSlam.
1: Okay, when does Priest turn on Bad Bunny for the 24-7 championship?
0: WrestleMania. They win, and Priest turns heel on Bad Bunny takes the title. To take
1: the 24-7 championship.
0: because yes. it's a world title. Everybody wants it.
1: That's That will be Damian Priest's defining WrestleMania moment.
0: Yep. But uh, I honestly think that the, the, the Miz, Lashley, McIntyre stuff would work. If it goes that way, I'm intrigued yeah. by it, even it though I already predicted it.
1: Do I, do I think WWE is going to do it?
0: No, because it would work. Um, But anyways... Hey, uh, but they
1: used to book things that would work. I mean, look to. at what they did with Edge and Cena at the Elimination Chamber and Armageddon.
0: Anyways, uh, so... Are you uh,
1: saying that didn't work, or are you just kind of trying to not remember the good...
0: I'm trying not to remember the good days because it hurts.
2: Okay. okay. I it was just making It thinking
0: sure. about the current day <laughs> and the good yeah. old days. Um, the...
1: Although, yeah, I will admit the cash-in was fantastic for them. as I-, I think that worked It was well. good.
0: It was good. I just hate that we talked about it on yesterday's podcast. It sucks that it was the exact same thing that we got earlier in the night. Just with their own little Pieces the misses work better, but it sucks that both elimination chambers, the post matches were the yeah. same. Like, once again, you strip away everything talking about like Lashley and Reigns, you strip away everything, yeah. it was the exact same thing,
1: yeah, exactly. Uh, but the one thing I also had an issue with was Tom Phillips saying somehow because McIntyre didn't. Um, come out champion at the end of the pay-per-view, he didn't retain inside Elimination Chamber. He goes, he goes, yeah, and he retained inside the Elimination Chamber, but only for a moment. I'm like, well, no, he retained inside the Elimination Chamber. The record
0: books are always going to show like, won the Chamber match and retained his title.
1: Yeah. But then had to have another match afterwards. The
0: that has nothing Cash to do with the ha- elimination chamber.
1: Yeah, but he was just like, but that he he did win it, but then he actually ended up losing it. And I'm like, but that wasn't inside the chamber. You're not saying Miz won the chamber, are
2: you? Oh, God. Like,
0: anyways, uh, predictions for the next few shows. Uh, obviously, uh, Impact will be setting up for Sacrifice, which we know will we're gonna get Swan Moose double titles um
1: so we're probably gonna have swan and moose coming face to face um yeah. probably two times opening and likely. closing the show yep um uh, but no offense to wwe here that will probably work better than the ones we've had in past
0: yeah Like uh, dina and jake tables match uh I is think, that tonight yeah i think that starts to swerve jake towards violent by design um
1: definitely with um jake losing here i think um but maybe in the similar vein that like um, big show lost to cody yep in that the going through the t- the table is kind of
2: inadvertent
0: yep agreed um so. nxt uh obviously we've got build up to next week's show for the tag titles and that so probably i think that's showing. just all we're gonna do yeah um well, um, and Adam we'll Cole also finally get... speaks. Adam Cole is finally going to talk about his turn on on, uh, O'Reilly and uh, Balor.
1: Um, Ziya Lee, right? Yeah. And Boa, uh, that hap- that's happening. Um, and I think that's probably going to slowly start turning Casey and Caden into, um, Ziya's group. Yep. Because um... I think that group is going to become like almost a women's faction.
0: Sure. Because uh,
1: like, cause, um, Tan, uh, Tian Sha, or Shah. What, uh, what Mei, is Ying. Mei Ying um, is a woman as well. So, I mean, like, it makes sense that eventually they're going to kick Boa out of the group, I think.
0: Even if you keep Boa there as kind of that... Like, um, bodyguard, almost? Bodyguard, yeah. It, it, yeah. it works, even if the rest of the group is women. Just having him there as, like... But
1: it was yeah. just the fact the that when Teon started story. to strangle Boa, I was like, I feel like they're kind of slowly kicking Boa out of this group.
0: Oh, well, potentially. I but mean, I think that's one of those stories that we're going to be seeing for the next six to eight months grow oh. into whatever the f- big finale of it is
1: absolutely but uh I, I, the 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 slowness of it is going to probably be the first two members of this new group are casey and kaden yeah. and if i'm wrong fine mm-hmm. i just don't want to see casey get absolutely demolished i would like for, to for, see for her... no
0: benefit
1: yeah i i would like to see her put up a fight if she isn't going to join the group yeah um Because that way at least she does... She's looked really strong in her matches that she's had. So it would be unfair to her to immediately just bury her in this match.
0: I agree. Um,
1: And that's not me trying to be biased.
0: Dynamite, (laughs) obviously we're getting more towards Revolution. We're right around the corner. Uh, Do we get something from Sting tomorrow night?
1: No, Sting will be... um, Home. That he won't be on the show at all tonight. I think he'll be. They'll they'll say like Darby maybe, but they will say Sting is at home resting his ribs or whatever from the.
0: I bet you we don't see Sting or Darby until Revolution.
1: You know what? Actually, maybe this will be the first week we don't even see Team Taz. We get nothing on that at
0: all. No, I I think we see Team Taz. I think they they gloat for the next two weeks that they've taken them out that that there's no guarantee either of them are going to be ready for the street fight. That way at Revolution, Team Taz is waiting in the street in the parking lot wherever they're doing it cuz I still don't think we're getting it in the ring, personally. No, um, it won't be. It'll
1: be it'll be the exact same as the backstage brawl, I think.
0: Yeah, so but I think they're they're waiting and they're like where are they? And I honestly think we get Sting descending and we get Darby coming in on a skateboard and they're ready to go.
1: Oh. Action. I don't know if I should talk about this because I read spoilers because Dynamite was pre-taped this week. Was it? I read. I I read potential spoilers. Actually, thinking about what you just said.
0: Um. Well. Okay. So. So really quickly here, because we'll wrap up the show. Uh. Here in the next few. Um. Obviously. Uh. So. Before we get into that, any last minute predictions? We'll 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 throw a spoiler alert out there. Um. And then we'll close out the show so that way nobody's missing anything post spoiler alert. Um, any, um, any final predictions?
1: We're probably going to get some more build on the Kenny and Goodbuck, Good Brothers, Young Bucks stuff.
0: I hope we keep going with that, even building towards Omega and Moxley, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, no, because I don't think there's a, any need for Omega to not be involved in what's going on with Good Brothers while he's going on against yeah. Moxley. Because in his eyes, he's already beaten
0: Moxley. And the only final thing that i say we absolutely need before revolution we need direct bucks and jericho mjf we don't need the bucks and inner circle i want to give a shit about jericho and mjf challenging for the belts not the inner circle as a whole against the bucks yeah because that's all we've gotten so that's just that note um so do you have anything else to add there
1: um just the potential spoilers.
0: So for, for anybody that, that, uh, does not want to hear potential spoilers for AEW's dynamite, uh, tomorrow night. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. I would recommend you tune out now. Uh, and we will be back obviously Thursday at, uh, 11 a.m. as of this point for the, uh, three show review, but follow our Twitter, uh, to make sure to stay up to date. Um, but yeah, thanks for watching, and so there's your spoiler alert, we're gonna get yep. into this and wrap up the show, you will not be missing anything else, so uh, yeah, so, yeah so, so potential Dynamite spoilers, what do you got? I haven't heard so, anything.
1: So what I read was, and it's directly pertaining to Sting, and this is the only one I can vividly remember, is Sting comes down on a zipline tonight.
2: Oh, fuck, are you kidding
1: Yeah. Like, uh, that is something I read. He, he, he comes down on a zipline. I can't remember where I read it. I can't remember who it was posted by. But yeah, this week's Dine, it was, it was taped on Thursday.
0: Okay.
1: <clears throat> I, and um... when, when you said um, Sting coming down, I was like, oh, crap, that already happened or is ha- going to happen. Fuck, I'm assuming you're God. looking up reports of it being pre-taped.
0: Oh, man. Yeah, sting on a zip line from the raft. Fuck sakes. Yeah. But is, Just... is, isn't that funny how I say that, having no idea there was spoilers?
1: Yeah, and when you said that, it reminded me immediately of what I'd read. Like...
0: Yeah, Sting Sting uh
1: Now whether that was taped for this dynamite or for a clip to be used later, who knows? Cause that could be a thing they did too. They might not be able to use Sting in the next couple weeks, so they needed to do something pre-recorded for him. Yeah and I... they're gonna use that in, in a week or two.
0: I know, but WCW. Okay. So so he descends on Team Taz and they set up and then we don't get anything next week, maybe. Maybe. And from the sounds of it, they keep they keep touting that this match is a return to the ring for Sting.
1: Well, there's probably gonna be moments in the ring. Maybe So, so oh.
0: what segment do we get between Like what segment do we get as they're setting up for the barbed wire deathmatch? Because that maybe show's the, gonna be
1: Maybe the match starts in the ring and then it goes to the back.
0: It is, is this match maybe not in Daly's? Uh, not the street fight, the Exploding Barbarian Death match. Is it potentially in the stadium? I think safety wise, it'd be smarter.
1: <laughs> yeah, because the stadium's not covered. So, explosions-wise, there's less likelihood of... No fans, like, no need to get the wrestlers get out.
0: out of there, any of that. I think it'd be smart to put that. It'd and be, then that way be, they can set up stuff. Like, we don't need a stadium stampede, that's not what I'm saying, but I think...
1: But set up a uh, a stage for them. Yeah. A ring in the middle, um, and then basically a parking lot in, yeah. in all of the infield of the high
0: yeah, like it's close funny. it off because we're not looking for another stadium stampede, but, uh, but I mean, kind of them...
1: looking for one. But...
0: Yeah, but, but, yeah, but, anyways, uh, we said we wouldn't get into much more there, so we won't. Um, do you have anything else to add, or, or are we, we signing <sighs> off here, my guy?
1: I think that's all we have for today. Um, yeah, we just, uh, we'll be back on Thursday. Make sure when we do, or, we we do our news segments at the start of every show, um. So just make sure to give us a tweet about uh, any news segments you might see. It kind of helps us out, um, with making these segments a bit better. Our news is really kind of weak lately. Like we we have to kind of dig into them to to make our stories kind of feel a bit better. Yeah,
0: Ramble off a little on them if we yeah. just 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 to make it something more than hey, three news. Yeah,
1: good. exactly. So like any kind of things you guys see for news wise, it really does help us to, uh, to make the whole show as a whole interesting yes. for you guys.
0: Yeah. So, uh, with that being said, uh, thank you everybody for listening in on this episode. Uh, follow our Twitter to stay up to date, vote in the polls, all that fun stuff. And, uh, if you want uh, everything Walking the Ropes, you can find it through our link tree. That's the links to every podcast platform we're available on. If we're not available on your preferred podcast platform, please tweet us. Let us know and we will do our best to get on there. Um, but yeah, so so platforms, uh, social medias, uh, YouTube VODs, and ways to support us. Tipping Redbubble, uh, like we said at the top of the show, new design on our red bubble and actually a few more potentially within the next few days to come uh, yep. design wise. So give that a look uh, if you want to support us at all, if you are able to, uh, by all means it it's greatly appreciated. If you can, if you can't, no worries.
1: And, you know, give us feedback on our logo. We love it. And we'd love to hear what you guys think of it.
0: Yes, yes, definitely. Uh, but yeah, with that being said, we'll be back. Uh, Thursday, uh, should be 11 o'clock, but as always stay tuned to our Twitter just in case the time frame changes for any reason. Uh, uh, but yeah, with that being said, thank you for tuning into this edition of walking the ropes and, uh, we will see you on the next one.
2: Yeah. We'll Take see care. you then.